What's up, Unusuals? Jim Martin here from the Unusual Buddha podcast and theunusualbuddha.com. Here to talk to you for a second about Anchor. Uh, it's the service I use to make this very podcast. Uh, first and foremost, it's free. Secondly, they give you tools you can actually record and edit your podcast either from your phone or from a computer. Uh, Anchor also helps with distribution of your podcast. Uh, they can get you on Apple and Spotify, all those. Uh, you can start making money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need all in one place. So check them out. It's anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to see what you create. All right. This is probably not working. Let's see here. So we're going to... All right. So if anybody can see or hear me, uh, I'm going to start sharing this thing to different groups. And if anybody can see or hear me, so far I got six of you. Drop a drop a comment if you can if you can hear this. Uh, apparently, I've already screwed this up. Uh, I lost all the Zoom people. So Facebook folk, uh, you guys, uh, you guys are getting the uh, the special treatment here. Very sorry to everyone who can't find us because I screwed this up. Uh, hello, Emily. I'm gonna give it give it a couple minutes here for uh, some people to file in and uh, not right in here. Pardon me if I scowl into the screen here. I have uh, I didn't bring my glasses and uh, my eyesight dictates that I scowl. So. so, all right. So uh, like I said, uh, a couple minutes late here. Uh, already kind of jacked this up a little bit, but, uh, you know, that's part of the learning process. Thank you guys so much for coming here and, uh, and, and checking us out, taking some time out of your day. I really appreciate it. Um, I like to make this a, a thing we do more often, so, uh, we'll see how this goes. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can get in here and do this the way I did it. So, uh, I do have the comments slowed down. So if your comments don't get in my right away, just, uh, give it a second. Uh, mainly I'm doing it this way because, uh, I'm spinning all the plates. So, uh, I have to, look into the camera and read the comments and answer the question and all that good stuff. So uh, I do have prepared here a little, little tiny script. Uh, if you guys, uh, any, anyone that's been to um, one of the meditation classes, uh, it's very similar to the uh, script I used for our first class. Uh, when I do the second class, I usually try to listen to the student because I kind of want to get a feel for where they are with their practice. So we will, uh, the plan for today is uh, for this one, just like with uh, the, the classes that we book, um, the plan is to we're going to sit down and talk. I'll, I'll you know go through this. It takes about a half hour, uh, so we all have kind of a similar basis of uh, similar starting point. Uh, once we go from there, we'll practice. We'll we'll meditate for about twenty minutes, and then on the backside there'll be about ten minutes for questions. Uh, like I said, I've already failed miserably. Uh, for some reason, the Zoom crashed on me, and uh, I don't know how to get it back. So, thank you all for your patience and uh, and for uh, trying to help me figure a thing out and kind of get over some stage fright a little bit. So um, actually, uh, for those who don't know, I do these, uh, I actually sit on my bed and uh, there's this thing over here that's the mounting thing for a light that uh, is terribly annoying. I always see it when I'm, when I'm looking at the the little video playback. But uh, so this is uh, meditation class number one. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Jim Martin, uh, founder of theunusualbuddha.com. I'm a father of four. I've been married for about 15 years, and I've been practicing meditation for 11. Um, my background is in Theravada, so 
that is for anyone that doesn't know that's more of the um traditionalist uh idea of buddhism is it's called the school of the elders so uh they are considered like orthodox i guess if you wanted to, to go that route with it um so that's that's actually where i started i was going i was attending classes twice a week for about two years uh then my teacher uh he had to go on to progress in his uh career as a monk um when he left i left so they they do have a rank structure of their own and they have to test they have to pass and he had to uh, go pretty far out of state to uh to get to where he needed to be and uh, i actually changed jobs so uh you know things happen we all move on um so what's the idea here the idea is to uh get meditation in the hands of regular people you don't have to like granola you don't have to be crunchy you don't have to uh, you know, have dreadlocks or whatever. If you have those things, or you like those things, please enjoy. Uh, but don't feel like you have to have that or you have to be, I always get called a hippie all the time. Uh, I was a mechanic for 15 years. I'm now a firefighter. I get called a hippie all the time. It just happens. I mean, don't, don't sweat it. Um, but you don't have to be those things. Don't worry about, uh, filling in those, those images of stereotypes for people. So, uh, that's the basic idea is I just want to get this in the hands of regular people. I want regular people to be able to do this. And as a meditation teacher, I have probably one of the worst business plans ever. Um, I want to be able to put it in your hands, give it to you, and just let you take it away. Um, I don't want you to need me. I don't want you to have to consult me. Do I want you to? Absolutely. I mean, that, you know, that would definitely, uh, it helps keep the lights on here at the Unusual Buddha, but that doesn't help you as a practitioner or you as a person grow. So uh, like I said, what I want to do is put the tool in your hand and then see what you do with it. Um, Let's see here. Let me make sure I'm, I got to stick to my script. We have a very tight script here. We're on a very tight ship. Um, so let's see here. So um, a lot of people ask when we get into meditation, uh, what is meditation? Uh, one of the best descriptions I personally have ever heard is uh, by Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, that meditation is an intimate encounter with the present moment. And uh, that that is pretty much hits the nail on the head in my mind, uh, definitely helps to get us to break the cycle of that autopilot that we all kind of live on. We stay on this, this very uh, automated system of checking boxes and trying to uh, you know, satisfy minimums and things like that. We're not actually living our lives. We're just kind of going through the motions. And meditation can actually can help that um, and help that experience of life and, and kind of... Uh, make you make things a little richer a little maybe a little fuller for you you actually fill out the present moment rather than just moving through it um historically speaking if we're talking about meditation and this is my research so it's incredibly undisciplined uh double triple certified by wikipedia you know that's a good si a site right um <laughs> but in my research i found that uh the earliest depiction of meditation actually goes to goes back to 10000 bc um, and it was a, a picture of a person meditating, just like, uh, you know, the stereotypical image, legs crossed. Um, and this was actually in the Indus River Valley. Um, so as you can tell, it's, it's quite old, 10,000 BC. Uh, most people credit Siddhartha Gautama, or the Buddha, with uh, meditation. Uh, he actually lived between the 560s and 480s, depending on whose history book you're reading. Um, so obviously, it predated him a bit as well, quite a bit, actually. Um, the one thing I will say is, uh, he's, uh, pretty often credited with, uh, mindfulness and, uh, and I haven't found anything to the contrary there, but, uh, um, 
So yeah, like I said, most people credit him with the invention of meditation overall. It's not necessarily true. Um, and obviously we have depictions predating him quite, quite a long ways, depending on what you believe, you know, it could be reincarnations, yada, yada. Um, but as far as we know it, uh, he himself did not invent it, uh, though he is credited with uh, mindfulness meditation. Um, simply stated, meditation is actually taking ownership of your mind and your mind space. Um, you know, we obviously, even the best meditators can't control every second of their mind and, and how their thoughts go and how things work for them. Um, but you can try. You know, just like I tell uh, all my students, it's just like training a puppy. You're going to pick that puppy up. If it goes on the carpet, you're going to pick the puppy up and say, no puppy, on the paper. No puppy, on the paper. And you're going to keep doing that. And you're going to be patient with yourself. You're going to be patient with the puppy because that's what it takes. Because at the end of the day, you want to be friends with the puppy. At the end of the day, you don't want to be, you don't want to have an antagonistic relationship trying to force yourself to do something mentally that it's just not going to work. So, uh, realistically, meditation is a tool. And that's what I want to do is I want to give you a tool and I want to see you right off with it. Another analogy I give uh, people is that it's like, uh, like, like teaching your kid how to ride a bike on training wheels. Basically, you're going to teach them how to ride a bike. You're going to take the training wheels off and you're going to let go. And you're going to just watch them ride into the sunset with their bike. They're, they're sweet new huffy and they're going to do some jumps and it's going to be great. Um, now, a lot of people ask, what is meditation for? This is a pretty loaded question nowadays. A lot of people sit down and want to talk about uh, how meditation is going to make you a better lover, a better tax preparer, a better, you know, it's going to make you better at gardening. It's going to make you better at, you know, five million things because they're trying to sell you something. They're trying to sell you a system. They're trying to sell you an ideal. They're trying to sell you on something to, to make you want to buy it. I mean, this is, this is how marketing is done. They, they play on these things, these desires we have. Um, I can tell you in the 11 years that I've been meditating, I have not once levitated. Uh, my chakras are still probably all fucked. Um, you know, it just is what it is. Um, there are some things you're going to notice if you maintain a regular practice and you actually, you know, if, if this helps you pick one up, great. Uh, if you actually, um, maybe this will help enrich you. Maybe this will help get you back on track, whatever the case is. Um, you will find some certain, uh, happy coincidences that will happen when you start meditating on a regular basis. These aren't guaranteed. These aren't, uh, you know, promised, but, uh, these are, like I usually said, happy coincidences that will occur with a regular practice. Uh, one of the biggest ones is a better stress metabolism. Now, what do I mean by that? Obviously, meditating for 11 years, I'm no stranger to stress. As you can tell, my hairline is greatly receding, so uh, you know it's not gonna not gonna help you just shrug it all off. But uh, the what I mean by uh, better stress metabolism is that things that would normally take you to a six out of ten in stress will start taking you to a five or a four or a three. You know, you're, you're gonna notice a uh, things that would normally stress you don't push you as far as fast. So that's definitely helpful to keep you, um, you know, more on track, more and more moving through rather than being so beat down by things that are stressors. Um, another thing people notice, and this is, again, this is all from my experience and from talking to people that are, uh, that have built up a good practice, uh, better sleep. And why, why do we say better sleep? Better sleep because the chatter stops. I mean, how many times do we sit down and we talk, we meditate, um, and chatter always, 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 your mind's always moving, always saying things. There's always that inner dialogue, uh, with meditation, we can kind of start to, to squash it a little bit. It's never going to go away. I don't really think, uh, you know, I'm sure there's some people that, you know, even in the audience that have, uh, you know, better practices or better skills that, uh, that are pretty quiet inside. But, um, 
the definite slowing of that mental chatter can definitely help uh, get any kind of, uh, you know, basically keep you from going too far into your thoughts and jumping onto those trains of, of mental thought. Um, another thing that, that really helps, that meditation can really help with a lot is a greater level of empathy. Um, it seems to me that, and this is in my, my personal experience because I can't really tell anyone else's uh, you know, experience. I can only tell my own story 100%. But it seems to me that um, my personal self, my empathy, my feeling for another person has increased. Uh, the more time I spend meditating, the more time I spend really understanding what it is to feel sadness, to feel anger, to feel happiness, to feel these things that come up as I'm meditating, as I'm you know, focusing on the present moment, as I'm focusing on my breath, as I'm focusing on where my mind state is, uh, as these things happen, um, I, I, I tend to see that uh, now that I understand to a greater degree what sadness is like inside of me, I can feel for you with your sadness or your happiness or your, you know, your, your highs are just as high for me. Those kind of things happen. Uh, and I do think that that's, that's definitely a definite side effect of meditation. Um, and again, no guarantees, but, uh, you know, ask your doctor if it's right for you, all that good stuff. Um, and another thing, and this is, this is going to sound weird, but, uh, a lot of times we can really appreciate the present moment, uh, to a degree that you wouldn't normally before. And let me explain. Um, when you can sit down and look at the present moment without adding to it, without subtracting to it or subtracting from it, you start to find things that are beautiful. You start to find the beauty in how the, you know, the rain dances across a puddle or how the sunset looks. I, I feel like you really start to take those moments in when you're starting to take stock of your, um, you know, your, your, your thought process and your mind and actually observing what's going on inside. Um, let's see here. I hope everyone can hear me cause I haven't gotten any, uh, any other comments. So hopefully I'm not just talking to myself. Um, let's see here, but yeah, that's so, all right. So the, so the, sorry for the sidebar, the, when we actually sit down and observe very carefully what's going on around us, uh, I feel like we have a, a better appreciation for those things. Um, uh, things are more meaningful and you find more of those beautiful moments in the mundane. And to me, that that's, I feel like that's life. Because me personally, I have four kids. I've been married for 15 years. probably going to be quite a long time before I see, you know, temples in Sri Lanka or, you know, the, the, the Ganges River or all these beautiful places I've always wanted to, to, to visit. Uh, it's probably going to be a long time before I do that. But there's no reason that I can't uh, observe the beauty of what's right here in front of me. And that's, I think, something that meditation empowers us to do. Um, so the next question that, that most people have is, how do we go about it? How are we going to meditate? So what, what, what are the pieces uh, of that puzzle? So don't worry, I have several more pieces of paper to look at awkwardly while I'm looking into this camera. Um, so the first one uh, I always like to tell people, students that, that I have or, or friends that I'm trying to share meditation with, is uh, posture. So uh, for your posture, you generally, if you're going to sit, you want to have a... If you want to have a chair, that's fine. Uh, it should be a straight back chair. Um, you want to be alert, but not tense, you know, so you don't have to be super arched, but you just want to have a good uh, solid base. You want to have a good straight back so you're not slouching. Uh, one, that's good for fuller breathing. And uh, two, you know, so you don't always fall asleep. Um, a lot of one device I show 
everybody who uh, wants to sit on the floor and meditate like, you know, old school style. I show them this very complex, complex device that I've made. Um, it's actually called a pillow and I roll it up and I put it under my bum. Uh, it's very, very important to have good posture while you meditate. Uh, when you meditate, you're going to get to a point where you're going to want to see how far you can go with it. Uh, there are going to be, there are times, you know, you'll just, oh, I have uh you know, I don't have to go anywhere for the next two and a half hours. I'm just going to turn a timer on and I'm just going to go. And in those circumstances, you're going to want to have, uh, set up a good baseline so that you're not uh, putting yourself, you, you want to set yourself up for success, I guess, because uh, everybody wants to eventually see how far they can go with meditation. Um, and posture can be one of those things that's limiting both in how long you can sit and how, I guess for a be- lack of a better word, how deep you can go into meditation. You'll be very, very body centric if uh, your posture is bad and you're in back pain and those kind of things. Another thing that, uh, that putting a pillow or something uh, under your buttocks, it can be a towel or blankets or, you know, you can get a fancy chair if you want. Some of these chairs are a couple hundred bucks a piece. Uh, I have one over there and it, I usually set things on it to take pictures uh, because I can't stand sitting on it a lot of the times. Uh, I haven't found the right uh, combination of uh, towels and stuff because it usually makes my butt go numb immediately. Um, so like I said, find what works for you. Just uh, make sure that your hips are above your knees. Uh, what that's going to do is it's actually going to tilt your pelvis forward, and it's actually going to open up your diaphragm so that you can get those good deep breaths, and it'll also prevent uh, lower back pain, and your back will thank you for that, I promise you. Um, a lot of times when we're talking about sitting meditation, and I, by sitting I mean sitting on the floor, uh, people talk about uh, full lotus, half lotus. Um, I've heard of Burmese. I believe, and that's the one I usually use. Um, and then I've heard of lion's pose, which uh, I, I, honestly, I think that's, in my mind, that's like uh, sitting side saddle for ladies on a horse. I don't think that that's really per se comfortable for anyone. I think it's just one of those uh, traditional things so that uh, women aren't sitting with their, their legs you know, o- open because that's not nice in a temple setting, uh, apparently. So uh, the full lotus is, and I'll demonstrate with my hands because I have no chance of doing this no matter how much I stretch. I could never do this. Uh, as you actually take your opposing feet, your opposing foot, and you put it on the, the, the thigh the thigh across from it. So you end up having these very tightly crossed legs. Uh, it's tough on the knees. It's tough on the hips. Um, and some people are not going to be able to do it. If, that's, if you're one of those, if you're like me and you can't do it, don't stress it. Uh, I've been meditating 11 years now, and I have not once even come 1% close to uh, doing a full lotus and, you know, Maybe that's why I'm not levitating, but I think I'm doing okay. Um, half lotus would be just like it sounds. You're going to take uh, one one foot, put it on the opposing thigh, and the other one would lay in front. Um, again, I don't bend that way. If you bend that way, great. Uh, a lot of people find that it helps give some stability in their base, and, and that's perfect. But uh, again, the whole idea is here, we're going to make this as practical as possible so you'll apply it to your life. Uh, we want this to be something that uh, isn't, weird for you, something that becomes second nature, something that you can do. I mean, you can meditate sitting at your desk. You know what I mean? And that's that's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to get to a point where you, it's going to be so natural that not meditating is going to be weird for you. Um, moving on back to our, our seating positions, uh, the Burmese style, which is a style that I usually use, uh, would be the uh, traditional crisscross applesauce. We're not allowed to say sitting Indian style anymore. Uh, as, as, as some of you know who are teachers, uh, we're not allowed to use that phrase anymore. So it's uh, crisscross applesauce. Uh, I generally sit with my uh, feet one, you know, like uh, right in front of the other as far as my legs go. My shins are usually like that. 
Um, again, I would I would show you, but uh, that's awkward and weird. Um, so, uh, like I said, another another big point, uh, just just for reiterating and making sure we're all on the same page. Make sure you keep your back straight as as much as you can. There's no sense in sitting like a banana and you're having you know back pain and you can't really breathe and and all those kind of things. You're not really helping yourself. So again, straight back. Um, find a good comfortable position. What to do with your legs? Don't worry about what it's supposed to look like or what the statues look like. Do you make it look like how you think it should look? Um, just make sure you're comfortable because you could you know like I said one day you may be here for a while. Um, Another thing I like to do before uh, I get started, and again, I'm not a personal trainer, uh, I don't play one on TV. Uh, I will generally do a little bit of like a, a you know a stretch, kind of lean to each knee, you know, to kind of loosen up the the back a little bit. Because uh, 35 years old, I don't know about anyone else in the in the audience, but uh, at 35, I find myself sleeping on uh, the bed in such a wrong way that my back hurts for a week. So sometimes that shit happens. Uh, you generally want to, you know, make sure you kind of loosen up, whatever, you know, whatever feels good for you. You can do like little twisties, you know, maybe crack your back, whatever you're into. Uh, again, I'm not a personal trainer, so I don't, you know, whatever, do what feels comfortable for you. Um, uh, a lot of people like to know with their eyes, uh, what do we do with our eyes while we're meditating? So uh, you can have your eyes half open. You can have your eyes closed. Um, either is Either is good, whichever works for you, whichever you feel most comfortable with. Um, just don't feel like you have to uh, make it look like something for a picture or a statue or because your friend said uh, whatever you want to do. Also, if you are going to meditate with your eyes open, please do me a personal favor. Blink. Blink your fucking eyes. Do not sit there in excruciating pain. Like my eyes are watering now just thinking about it. Don't sit there and keep your eyes open to the point of like they feel like they're going to bleed. Don't do that to yourself. That's ridiculous. Um, you know, you can blink, you can, you can move, you know, you might have to just like scratch your nose. Like that's, that's fine. Uh, you're not a statue. Statues are inanimate. They don't move. They don't breathe. You are not a statue. Uh, one thing I will say is, uh, if you want to do eyes half open, and this is all dependent on tradition. I mean, there are some people that'll tell you that that's not appropriate meditation style and maybe it's not, but, uh, I don't know about you. I'm trying to apply this to my life, not to a book. So, um, I uh, would say, uh, as far as advising you things you can make use of, uh, eyes half open is helpful when you're meditating and you're trying not to fall asleep. Um, you can also sometimes uh, face a window or something like that, uh, so there's light in front of you. Um, some people will tell you that you need to face a, a white wall or something to that extent. You don't have to. You can you can face anything you want. Uh, you generally want to have a soft gaze downward, um, but nothing forced, nothing... Uh, awkward. And again, if, excuse me, if eyes half open works for you and that's helpful, uh, definitely do that. But, uh, don't feel like you have to match any sort of standard, uh, of whatever it's supposed to be. Uh, now we'll talk about hand positioning. So for hand positioning, uh, and again, this is largely a matter of choice. We could seriously get into the weeds on this and see, you know, we could talk about, uh, we're going to, you know, I'm going to hold my, my hands over my heart tracker just like this so that I, you know, attain, ultimate nirvana of the heart chakra or whatever, you can do that. If that floats your boat, please do it. Uh, if that makes you happy, please do it. But if you if you just want to be as practical as possible, it's okay. If you just want to lay your hands flat down on your thighs, feel free. Uh, if you want to, you know, again, if you want to, you know, put your hands in any kind of mudras, 
go for it. If that's your thing, that's awesome. But don't force it. You know what I mean? Don't don't sit and make it uh, awkward or unnatural because it's going to be something you're not going to want to do. It's going to be another excuse not to meditate. Uh, my teacher uh, would actually have us start. He would put our hands flat on our thighs, and he would say, uh, "Take your left hand, come up, 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 in, 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 over, and down." And your right hand, same thing, up, 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 in, 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 over, and down. And at the end, uh, your hands would just gently lay in each other's, just like that. Um, generally speaking, the uh, the left hand is the receiving hand, so. If you want to get super traditional, the left hand goes first and then the right hand sits in it like so. Uh, the big idea is if you're going to have your fingers touching or, or something like that, uh, make sure you can still pass a piece of paper between them because you don't want to have your fingers tightly jammed. You don't want to force yourself to sit in a position of tension. We already have enough work to do. Um, you know, We don't need things like posture and jamming our thumbs together to try and look like a book. Uh, we don't need those kind of things holding us back. So again, you're going to have plenty of work to do. Um, so now, uh, the final thing that most people want to know is what do we do with our mind? What do we do? You know, okay, I'm sitting right. My eyes are how I think this is going to work. My hands are, you know, whatever, I, how I like them. Um, what do I do with my, what goes on in here? Uh, so for the mind, once we get to this position, uh, it largely depends on how you practice. It depends on how you, uh, your temperament and the things that work best for you. So in my mind, a little bit of trial and error is fine. Uh, a lot of people are going to tell you, you have to do it this way. You have to do it for this long. Uh, it should look like this. I'm not about that life. Make it work for you. Um, this, this session that we're going to do now is actually going to be a serenity session. Um, I, for if you guys want to look into uh, to our site, theunusualbuddha.com, uh, on the beginner's page, it's, uh, uh, you'll see it says, you know, new start here. Uh, we go over, I have articles written for, uh, serenity, insight, mindfulness. Um, I'm sorry. So insight or mindfulness, they're they're the same. Uh, loving kindness and chanting. Generally, I do I save chanting for those rides on the car, uh, in my car where I can just you know people think you're rocking out, but you're just like, oh money pod me huh? You know what I mean? You're like really getting into it. Um, so uh, like I said, this session will be a serenity session, and uh, once we get through. Uh, this one you can you know feel free to continue or if it really doesn't work for you feel free to move on. Uh, one thing I would say is is don't just change on a whim. Uh, change because you actually feel it. You know what I mean. Um, and what I mean by that is don't just go like oh man I just read this in a book I just started practicing but now I want to do this and tomorrow I want to do that and, and the next day I want to do that. If you really want to that's totally fine. You can totally do that. That's not you know the the Buddha is not going to come like you know boom 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 like open up. You need to stop meditating wrong. He's not going to do, you know, there's, there's no black belts. There's no uh, meditation mafia. There's no, they're not going to come like take your family or anything. You know, it just, it is what it is. Uh, make sure it works for you. Uh, but I would say, you know, give it a little time um, to, to just to make sure that you have, maybe you weren't having an off day. Maybe you weren't having a, you know, some other problems uh, just to give it a, a good fair shake. Um. So like I said, this meditation uh, session is going to be a serenity meditation session. We're actually going to be focusing on our breath. Um, the fancy word for this, if you want to get into, you know, impress all your friends, it's anapanyasati, uh, which is mindfulness of the breath. Um, and it's literally exactly what it sounds like. We're going to be focusing on our breath. Uh, very specifically, we're going to pick a physical point. Uh, for people that are new to meditation, I usually tell them to close their eyes, take a few normal breaths and always take normal breaths. Don't force breathing. Don't force, you know, three seconds in, eight seconds out, whatever the fuck people are telling you now. Just do 
what feels natural, just breathe naturally. Um, but back to what I was saying, uh, I usually tell people close their eyes, breathe normally. Where do you feel it? Where do you, where's the physical sensation of breath taking place for you? Uh, for me, it's the tip of my nose. And sometimes depending on how wildly the, uh, the stash gets, sometimes it's in the stash. Uh, but generally I feel it in my nose and it feels cold when I breathe in and warm when I breathe out. And that's where I stay. Uh, generally speaking, you want to pick somewhere that's not too far in nor too far out of your body. Uh, if you go too far out, you become very centered on, on the room around you and the sounds in your house and, you know, the birds are going to piss you off and the kids and the, you know, whatever else. Um, that's obviously not a, not a suitable or not favorable position for meditation. Um, and if you go too far inward, you know, you're, you're worried about very much about your body. You become very body centric, you know, so you get those itchies, those scratchies, the, oh man, I really have to move. My leg is numb. Those kind of things that all pop up are all exacerbated if you're going too far in. So basically we're just going to stay at the gateway and we're going to greet the breath as it goes by each direction. We're not going to go too far in and we're not going to go too far out. We're just going to stay right at the gate. Um, another thing some people like to do. Um, and it's a little bit different style is they'll focus on the diaphragm. So the space just below your rib cage, uh, that's actually the muscle that, uh, generates the vacuum effect of breathing. Uh, some people like to focus there and what that'll do is that'll cause a, um, you generally focus on like a rise and a fall sensation of it. So you just breathe in and go rise and fall. So you'll just breathe like that, like naturally. And, uh, what will happen is. Uh, you'll have a physical location, but uh, for some people, face-centric is, is, is awkward and doesn't work. Again, go with what works. That's, that's what we're here for. We're here for what works. Um, <clears throat> so uh, back to the exaggerated breathing. Uh, initially, if you find it more helpful to find your breath, you can exaggerate some, some breathing. Um, but generally speaking, just breathe naturally. Um, don't, don't try to force it because again, like what Wim Hof is after is different than what we're after. You know, if you want to go like breathing in, you know, climbing Everest in your underpants or, you know, trying to get better at uh, your Lamaze practice or those kind of things, those have certain goals. Those people have certain things in mind. Uh, we're not on the same page. We're not looking for the same things. Uh, just breathe naturally. It's okay. Um, it does not have to be any fancier than that. Uh, as far as, um, and the final thing I like to talk about with meditation here before we get into our practice is, uh, generally speaking, us normal folk, uh, non, non monks, non enlightened people, uh, we practice in two phases. And this was a, a lesson my, my teacher taught me that I found really interesting and helped me, uh, visualize what's getting ready to happen. Uh, we generally stay in, in two phases of meditation and that's initial application and sustained application. So if you would imagine like a bell, uh, so if you were to hold a bell up and you strike the bell, that is initial application. You're picking your mind, your, your attention, your awareness. You're going to pick that up and you're going to set it on an object. And then once your object is, you know, once you've outlined your object, once you come back to your object, when you're able to stay with the object, that is the reverberations of the bell. That is sustained application. And basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep that space open, you know, trying to keep in that place as long as possible. Um, it's not easy to do. And sometimes you're going to find yourself uh, reapplying your mind 50 times in a session. Sometimes you're going to pick your mind up. You're going to set it on your object of meditation and you are just going to stay there, baby. And if that, if that's you, then that's great. If not, that's okay too. Don't panic. Don't stress. Don't, you know, Oh my God, what have I done? I'm doing this wrong. Buddha's going to come stab me. He won't. I promise. I've done this wrong probably more times than 
anyone I know, and uh, I have not once been stabbed by the Buddha, so uh, don't worry about that. Um, let me make sure I checked all my notes here. I feel like I burned through this really fast, but I don't know. Um, if you guys have any comments, feel free to drop them over there on the side here. I just want to make sure I got everything, make sure everybody gets their money worth. Um, and like I said uh, in the beginning, let's just make sure we do this uh, just like we're potty training a puppy. You know, at the end of the day, it's your mind. You you need to be friends with yourself at the end of this. Um, there's no sense in trying to force thoughts out. Don't do that. You're going to make them more powerful. Uh, there's no sense in jumping onto the thought train and taking it down the rails. You're just going to observe. You're just going to sit down. Um, so if things are happening in your house, uh, you know, you hear like the, the, the dog is barking. The, the neighbors are outside making noise. The cars that are driving by. Uh, label those things as blandly as possible. Hearing, smell, sound, something like that. Something very, very neutral. Something that, so you can just acknowledge it and let it go. And that's what we're after. We're going to stay at this station. Um, we're going to meditate for uh, 20 minutes. And on the back side, I'll make sure there's some space for some questions if you guys want to drop them in the comments. Um, if anyone's watching, this might be the part that gets boring because you're going to be staring at me, closing my eyes for the next 20 minutes. But uh, if you guys are ready to go ahead and meditate, we're going to jump right into this thing. Um, so I'm going to set a timer for 20 minutes, and we are going to meditate together. And uh, let's see here. Of course, now is the time I don't know how my phone works because I'm nervous. All right, guys. So here we go. Guys and gals, we're going to meditate together for 20 minutes. And I will see you on the other side.
All right. And that was 20 minutes of meditation. So thank you to the 26 people that uh, that hung in there and practiced with us. Uh, really appreciate you joining in. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to drop them on, on my screen. It's over here. Um, feel free to drop them in the comments, and uh, I'll answer what I can. Um, thank you so much for your patience and, and, and putting up with this. Uh, this is all pretty new to me. I'm, I'm, I'm still have some stage fright with the, with the camera and being live and that kind of thing. So thank you for, for putting up with this. Thank you for being a part of it. Uh, thank you for commenting and sharing the memes and those kind of things. I really appreciate it. Um, while I'm waiting a couple minutes for the uh, comments to start filling in, um, <laughs> Ben says, boom, I uh, love it. Uh, so while I wait for some questions to start filling in, I'm going to, uh, look for some things here, uh, to possibly share with you guys and, uh, see where we are. So, so grateful for you guys coming. Thank you so much. This is, really means a lot to me. Um, the reason I actually started doing, uh, you know, teaching meditation, uh, so late this year is because, um, I don't know if you guys follow the unusual Buddha too far, but uh, I actually uh, wrote a book uh, at the uh, was the end of 2018. Uh, promoted it. I was, it was uh, yeah, it was early 2019 actually. When uh, so yeah, the, it was like that November. But anyway, um, I wrote the book last year, and uh, I was going to uh, teach meditation in different places, you know, neighboring my home, uh, hoping that. Uh, I could build the unusual Buddha to be something that that it could be uh, larger than uh, you know it is, and uh, who knows maybe I can uh, you know put my kids through school with it or something like that. I got four of them, so you know how that goes. Um, but uh, but mainly it was it's been a dream of mine for a long time to teach meditation. It's something I've always wanted to do, and uh, I spent a lot of time just allowing myself to be log jammed with. Well, you know, uh, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't know how to make it work. Uh, and then finally about November of this year, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I, why am I waiting for tomorrow? Why am I waiting for next week? Um, why don't I just try? And honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm done, uh, you know, playing the, uh, look back game. So, uh, I really appreciate you guys coming in and helping out with stuff and, and being uh part of this. Um, I, I hate to do this to you guys, but I am going to share some, uh, some links down here myself. Um, Oh, wow, there's a whole lot of comments now. I was over here screwing around in another part of the over here laptoping. Um, but uh, let's see here. Okay, so I can't do that right now. All right, so uh, I don't know if anyone's interested. Uh, I would really greatly appreciate it. Don't feel obligated, uh, but I do want to give the option if anyone wants to uh, leave a donation of some kind. No, no, uh, no obligation to it at all. You're more than welcome to what was free. is absolutely free, and this is something I'm going to start doing more often. I'm going to start expecting more output from myself. Um, that doesn't mean I am expecting anyone to uh, fund things or stuff like that. I'm going to do this anyway, but uh, I'm, I'm putting more of an expectation on myself to do more and to create more because I think this is important. I think this is something everybody can get a hold of and, and, and work with. Um, let's see here. So I'm going to paste that in. And again, this is a one-time thing if you guys are interested. Um, and uh, once I get this in, I'll go ahead and start uh, diving through some questions. But uh, again, if if anyone feels like leaving a, a, a one-time donation, that would be greatly appreciated. Again, no pressure, no uh, nothing like that. Uh, and again, if you know anybody that signed up for the Zoom, I'm really sorry. I don't know what the hell I pushed. I pushed buttons and I had Zoom. And then they were like, Zoom and Facebook were fighting for the camera and apparently Zoom lost. So 
Um, as I'm learning this stuff, I really appreciate your guys' patience. And uh, again, if you could pass an apology on for me, I appreciate that. So I'm going to go through here, look through the comments and see. Um, one thing I don't like about this that I, that I, I miss with the one-on-one uh, sessions is that I can actually like have like there's like a, a give and a take and like we're, you know, like we're kind of eye to eye. It's much more, you know, intimate. And, uh, you know, I can groom my mustache and, and you can look deeply into it. Um, anywho, um, so let's see here. Uh, is this going to be a series? So Cynthia Carr asks, is this going to be a series? Uh, it's very much something I want to start doing more often. It's something that um, I, I want to see more of out there. And it's definitely something I don't have a set schedule because to be honest, uh, I'm, I'm a firefighter. So my schedule, uh, one, one month I'll work all the Mondays and the next month I'll work none of the Mondays. So it's going to be tough to see, uh, to set an exact date, but I will definitely uh, sit down and uh, make sure you guys are aware. I know earlier today, somebody gave me a hard time because they're saying, quit marketing this thing, quit marketing. You're, you're, you're selling this thing. Like there's so many seats left to your infinite happiness meditation class. And like one, I'm I'm trying to find a middle ground because, you know, I, I do want to try and do this and, and try to make something out of it something that makes money. Um, but I don't want to be douchey about it. I don't want to try and sell you anything. Like, you don't get me wrong. Like I would like you for you to buy classes and things like that, but I don't, I, I'm not a huckster. I don't want to, uh, sell this at the cost of what it is. You know what I mean? I, that's what I feel like I wasn't doing. I'm not offering, you know, I do have the, the classes and stuff like that. Uh, but I do want to start offering enough for free that, that it's valuable for you to come. I mean, more than just memes, don't get me wrong. I love to make the memes. I can sit down and hammer out 45 of them at a time. And I usually do. Uh, I just wanted something. I want to bring something that's more valuable to you guys. I want something that, um, that you can take home and use. You know what I mean? Like the, the memes are kind of forgetting your attention, stopping your scroll and like, oh, Samadhi, what's that mean? And I'll go look that up. You know what I mean? Like those kind of things. That's that's for that, like those little, um, I guess kind of like earworms, like a song you get stuck in your head. Like that's kind of what I'm trying to do there. Um, but I want to bring something that's more valuable to you guys. I want you guys to have something that's that you can use and that is uh, practical and you don't have to go digging through a website for it. You don't have to go digging through YouTube or, you know, those kind of, we're in all those places. We do have a website and that kind of stuff. But uh yeah, I want to put it where you guys are. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to invest some time in learning how to do things like streaming and stuff like that. Uh, but this, so to answer your question in a very long convoluted way, uh, I do want to make this a series. I just don't have any dates set. So definitely keep your eyes open for it. And I will definitely uh, make sure I'm putting out all kinds of, uh, you know, feelers and stuff for uh, when that actually comes to be. Um, like I said, I'll make sure that you guys are all aware of it. Um, and then I do have, if anybody wants uh, a transcript of this class, if you want to sit down and, and maybe be able to, you know, re, rerun this uh, for your friends or rerun this for yourself, um, one, you could watch the video, but if you want to sit down and read or maybe you want to take it with you somewhere, um, I do have a link to a, hopefully I'm doing this right. I don't even know if I'm doing this. It could be just talking into the chasm, but um, I do also have a, See if I sent this correctly. Um, so this is actually the a, a link. Um, it will be a sign up for our newsletter, and I am trying to get better at making a newsletter. Uh, I don't want to make a sales letter. I don't want you guys to feel like you have to buy things from me. I don't think that that's what um, an appropriate. Um, you know, I, I don't fancy myself as a Dharma teacher, but I don't feel like that's an appropriate meditation teacher relationship with a student or with the public. Um, I don't want you to feel like you have to buy anything. So again, I am learning how to do uh, newsletters, and it's a lot of this is largely by myself. 
with the help of Nellie D. Thank you, Nellie D. Love you. Um, and thank you to my wife, who's uh, been been watching my babies this whole time. Uh, she's a saint. Um, but again, this uh, this it says uh, subscribe page here. Um, that's actually uh, it'll be a sign up for our newsletter, and uh, in exchange for your email, you'll get the uh, at, on the success page. Once you've signed up with your email, uh, you'll hit enter, and uh, there'll be a link, and you can download that uh, that transcript. And and again, you can have that. That's something you can use if you find that useful. Um, greatly appreciate it. Uh, so I'm gonna go back here and go through the questions. So let's see here. All right. So Mike asks, uh, do you generally start with 20 minute meditations with new students? Um, so generally, um, I, I fall on this because the, and I hate to use this excuse, but, uh, my teacher, um, I had a practice that was about 20 minutes, uh, at a time. My teacher, when, when I started with him, uh, was 45 minutes hard line. There was no, uh, give, there was no bend on that. Um, he's a great guy, really compassionate, really super awesome person to learn from. And, and probably, I probably confided in him more than you should with a, a you know, a, a, a meditation teacher that you just met, but he was a fully ordained monk, uh, in the Theravada tradition. But, uh, you know, I really did open up to him a lot of times and, uh, he was really unwilling to bend on that 45 minutes. Generally, uh, how we did here, uh, he would have done exactly the same. We would have talked for about, you know, 20, 20 minutes, half hour sometimes. Uh, but our classes were blocked off for two hours. Uh, so he definitely said like he wanted to be able to roam that entire time. Uh, do you have to meditate 20 minutes? No, you don't. Honestly, to me, meditation can be as simple as pushing away from your desk and taking one deep breath in and out. Uh, I've sat down and actually timed my, you know, like normal breathing pattern. And uh, in and out is about eight seconds. So if you have eight seconds, you have as little as eight seconds, you can definitely, uh, it can be enough to change your whole day. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be this, uh, this, you know, con this whole song and dance and dog and pony show. You don't have to do all that stuff. Uh, it can just be just as simple as a nice deep breath and just let's go back to this day. Um, like Mike goes on to say, uh, he's read that uh, most places recommend that we start shorter, maybe five to 10 minutes. Um, Let's see here. Uh, sorry for scowling again. My I have bad eyesight and I didn't bring my glasses. Um, uh, most people underestimate what they're capable of doing the, uh, in the beginning of their practice. What's the experience in the last 11 years? So, uh, yeah, I would say if you need to start at the five to 10 minute range, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I generally advocate people try to go for, um, I usually say three to four days a week uh, for about 20 minutes a day. Uh, if, if you can do more, great. If you can't do that 20 minutes, that's okay too. Just, uh, make sure you try and stay consistent with it. That's where the victory is. A lot of people are like, Oh, I can meditate two hours. That's great. That's really great. If you can do that, that's awesome. If you're a marathon meditator, fantastic, but you don't have to be, you don't have to be that person that, that can sit down and just, you know, wander off into the, uh, into the ether for, for two hours at a time. That's not necessary. Um, what I would say is just be consistent. Make sure it's something you can do. Uh, definitely try different times a day. Try lunchtime. Try morning. Try bedtime. Try whatever works for you. Just find your fit. And that's something I don't think a lot of people are, are allowing folks to do is I'm not going to tell you this is a rock hard, rigid uh, line of you have to do this or that. Uh, mainly, it's it's all about you finding what is practical for your life. Because in meditation, if it's not practical, if it's not to a degree pragmatic, then you're not going to apply it. It doesn't matter. You know, uh, if you can meditate uh, two hours every six months, well, that doesn't really mean anything uh, uh, as versus the person that can meditate for 10 to 15 minutes a day 
or five minutes a day even. Uh, it doesn't have to be this super long, drawn-out session. Uh, I generally start at 20 minutes because I, I want people to see what they can do uh, when there's somebody here with them. And again, I apologize for this format. Uh, I, I, I'm, I've never done this before, so I don't know really how this works. I usually use Zoom, and uh, the feedback usually helps me a little bit. So I'm kind of imagining how you look and, you know, imagining you guys are fantastic. But um, as far as for uh, my 11 years of experience, uh, one thing I did want to touch on with this is uh, in the beginning, when I first started meditating, um, I, I felt like I was having these profound experiences and I was opening and the universe was, you know, I was drinking universe juice and stuff. And I was becoming cold. I was becoming distant and I was becoming, quite frankly, an asshole. Um, I was losing touch with me. Um, anyone that knows me personally, I, I humor is how I work my life. Humor is how I put a handle on everything. Uh, I feel like I can, I can absorb anything. I can take anything. I can, I can do anything I need to with humor. It works better for me. I learn better that way. You know, it has to be games. It has to be funny. Uh, humor is just how I live my life. And I was becoming not myself. Um, so generally I, so I sat down and I started, I started actually making memes and uh, anyone that knows me from way, way back, uh, there was, I can't believe it's not Buddha. And, uh, that was a, a gentle poke, uh, making fun of things. And, um, because I was starting to see that, that when I started to dig in, that, that people were kind of jerks about this stuff. People were, were not nice because I didn't put enough, uh, I didn't have the accent mark, the appropriate accent marks learned on my keyboard. Uh, so I couldn't spell the words appropriately in the, you know, the, the thread or whatever. And uh, to me, that's bullshit. There's no, there's no excuse for gatekeeping. There's no excuse for keeping this stuff out of people's hands. There's no excuse that it should be, um, that, that money should be a cost of passage. It should not be on a shelf somewhere. It should be attainable for everyone. Um, people were giving me a rack of shit if anyone saw about the, the uh, you know, $10 a, an hour session. Uh, if you don't like it, fuck off, because that's, that's what it's going to be. Uh, until I you know, can no longer sustain $10 an hour, it's going to be that. Um, it's not supposed to be the upper middle path. It's supposed to be the middle path. And again, I'm not ordained. I don't have any special uh, certifications, but there's no reason that, uh, one, I have a lot of knowledge to share. Two, I have a unique out, uh, outlook. And, and three, I really want this to be in everyone's hands because I'm just a regular guy. There's no reason that there should be gatekeepers or people holding on to this uh, and, and keeping it from you. Um, but that's, that's generally my, my 11 years. I, ha I did have to have a reset period uh, to be myself again. I, I kind of lost me in the beginning. Um, it was rough for a little bit, but uh, I think... You know, appreciating a good belly laugh is 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 probably as a, a, a good a training as there could be. Um, all right, so let's see here before I find. All right, so I'm gonna go on to, and again, I'm sorry about uh, about dropping these links in here. I don't know how else to really do this, to to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, if anyone is interested in classes, uh, you know, signing up for. Our classes and and uh, you know actually have availabilities put into uh, it's, it's through Square. So you just log in, you'll uh, drop your your information there, and it will uh, you know and you can uh, set up an appointment, and uh, we can actually talk. And it's a, it's a little bit more uh, intimate than this. I apologize for this. Uh, I feel like it's such a barrier. I'm so like I'm very much a people person, and I like to be closer. Um, and have a little more interaction. But uh, if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one class, again, this is something I want to try and start doing more often, but uh, I just dropped a link for one-on-one -on -one classes. Uh, so let me go on to the next question. Uh, 
All right, so Jake Lee asks, do you think meditation music helps focus? Uh, for me, I'm a big music fan, uh, but I just mainly, I feel, uh, for me personally, I feel what, what I'm into. Um, I usually like to go with music that has no words or that is um, as, as odd as this, uh, this outward avatar may appear. I'm very into hip hop. Um, so I like to listen to like Wu-Tang and uh, Biggie and uh, Nas and, you know, Common, all those guys. Um, so generally music with flow and rhythm, those kind of things make me feel better. I have found a nice little happy uh, uh, medium, which is uh, Lo-Fi Chill Hop. I don't know if you guys are on YouTube at all, but uh, the channel is called Chilled Cow. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. It's got a girl with uh, headphones and it's music to study by, I think is what they uh, say in the byline. Um, that's generally the music that I go with um, just because it's very mellow. There's not a lot of words to it. There may be some isolated clips from old rap songs that I really like. I'm like, Oh damn, that's, that's nice. I like that. Um, so I, I, I don't know that it helps me focus, but sometimes it does help. Um, generally speaking, I do also like, uh, things like sounds of the rain and things like that. Um, I don't, I don't have any, uh, apps that I use. Um, and again, this is probably an ugly story. We can get into a whole nother day, but, uh, I did used to use, uh, insight timer, but, uh, had a bit of a falling out, so I don't use them anymore. Uh, if those apps work for you and those trackers and those things are helpful for you, that's great. Um, just don't let it be, uh, don't let those achievements, don't let that be something you strive for. Don't let that be, uh, the purpose of your practice. You know what I mean? Try to go into it. My teacher used to always say, try to come into your practice with an empty cup. Uh, he said that, that this experience is going to fill it and it's going to fill it with things that only make sense to you at that moment on that day. Um, so there are going to be experiences you're going to have that aren't going to translate to another human. There are going to be experiences that you would never be able to, uh, ever share with another person. So, um, don't think that that makes you defective or that this is, uh, that you're hallucinating or anything like that. Like this is, this is what it's about. Um, that, that experience is for you on that day. Uh, don't, don't get caught up in those things. Uh, and that's as far as apps. I don't know. I thought I saw somebody ask a question about apps. Um, but anyway, back to music. Uh, I do like music. Um, definitely not opposed of, opposed to it. Uh, I would say go with what works for you. Uh, definitely think that's a big, a big, uh, a big point for me because I am a very musical person. Uh, let's see here. Make sure I got. Uh, and then, uh, and then I don't know if anybody is into podcasts, but uh, the unusual Buddha. We are pretty much everywhere on all platforms, controlling your the vertical and the horizontal and all that cool stuff. Um, we do have a podcast. Uh, we're on most catchers. This is the link through uh, anchor because that's because uh, I'm Mui Pobre and that's who I have. <laughs> that's uh, they're, they're a free podcasting service. That's where I upload my stuff to. Um, but we're available on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, something, Stitcher, uh, iHeart. Uh, we're all over. So if you, if you can't find a link and you're looking for it, just let me know. Um, and we are also at the same time, you know, obviously we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, uh, YouTube. Uh, we do have our own site, theunusualbuddha.com, uh, where blog posts go. And we are looking for, we're always looking for uh, guest posters. So if you have something you want to share with, uh, with the community, I just got to make sure it jives with what we're doing. Um, and, and yeah, I'd love to get it, to get it on our site. I mean, I don't have a lot of, uh, awareness, but, uh, this, this site sometimes reaches, uh, near, near a million. I mean, it's a, it's a page of a hundred thousand likes. So if you have something you want to share, um, definitely look, it's on the, uh, the, the main page. Uh, you can get some, some information, uh, on writing your own post. All right, so let me go here. 
Let's see. All right. Uh, okay, so that was the other question. Again, I'm sorry for the scowling. I'm, I, I have bad eyesight. Uh, all right, and uh, let's see here. So uh, Paul says 15 minutes a day for six weeks is habit forming, but intent is the key. As you say, just a good deep breath really helps. Exactly, Paul. That's a really good point. Uh, I think a lot of people try to stress this and try to make it more than it has to be. Um, at the end of the day, we're, you know, even if you sign up for a class and I, you know, again, I greatly appreciate, you know, if you, if you sign up for the classes that really, that does help keep the lights on. But at the end of the day, we're going to sit here, we're going to talk to each other for a little bit and we're just going to breathe. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no need to make this, you know, you're not going to levitate off the cushion. My man's not going to give you powers. You're not going to open your, your third eye chakra and see into the universe. You know, maybe those things will happen for you. That's great. But, uh, you know, again, don't come with those kind of goals in mind. Um, you know, it's just, it's, uh, again, if you, if you come into meditation looking to achieve something specific, you've already capped the experience. You've already, uh, given yourself the ceiling. So if you just come in open-handed and just let it be what it is, it's going to be more, you're going to experience some life-changing stuff and it's going to be stuff that you couldn't even share with someone else if you wanted to. Um, let's see here. We got a comment. Look, look great, man. Like a beautiful meditato. Let me tell you something. Meditato and I are not the same person. Um, I know, I know he's very interesting. He's a very enigmatic, en- enigmatic creature. Uh, we're not the same person. Couldn't be because I'm clearly not a potato. Uh, but thank you for having interest in meditato. Um, let's see here. All right. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm getting to these questions. Uh, uh, Paul came back with another comment. I really like this. Uh, he says, be like a child. Take responsibility like an adult. So humor is the key. Absolutely. Absolutely. When kids learn, they learn things with a very open-ended way because they don't have any prior experience. And that's how we need to come, in my mind, and again, this is one person's opinion. I'm, I'm just a regular guy, just like anybody else, uh, except I am the world's best dad if anyone missed my shirt. Um, the, you need to come to the experience with open hands, uh, definitely not trying to cling on to what you think it should be and not trying to steer it into what you think it should be. Uh, we're just here to observe. And I think that's one of the more powerful parts about this meditation is that uh, it definitely is for the purpose of uh, increasing your awareness, increasing your focus. Um, and to be real with you, that is that is a very ambivalent thing. It can be good or bad. Um, you know, there's a lot of bad guys that meditate and a lot of bad guys that do these kind of things. But uh, in my mind, uh, it creates a propensity towards good things. But nonetheless, the entire time, uh, we come with an open mind. We come with uh, with our cup empty. Um, and definitely take responsibility. You are going to wander. I don't want to say wander, but you are going to be going through and meditating, and things are going to come to the surface. As you, if you imagine your mind like uh, like a like boiling water. When you boil water, if you take take the pot off and set it to the side, you know the the bubbles eventually subside until there's still some things there. There's still some things that come up. Um, you're going to have to root through these things. There will come times when you're meditating where you may cry. Uh, there are some times, some, basically when the, the base level chatter goes away, there are going to be times when the, the things that are a little deeper under the surface come to the, come to the top. And um, another thing my teacher used to tell me was when you're rooting through these things in your mind that you're going through, he said, don't be like most people. They, 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 their mind is like a pit. They've dug this pit and they throw all this garbage in. And when they're done they close the lid and they don't open it until they 
you know, until they comes time, they feel they need to go through it again. They open the lid, they rummage around in the garbage. And then when they're done, they close the lid. Basically what we're trying to do with meditation is we're trying to blow the lid. Uh, we want to continue to root through these things in a very healthy way. Uh, obviously I'm not a mental health professional. If you feel like you're having mental health issues, please seek help. Please find somebody. Um, if you can't find anybody, you know, I, I can Google it just as good as anybody. Let me know. Um, but yeah, this is, this is the idea is we're trying to, uh, empty this pit, not just rummage through it to put the lid on later. Um, but definitely humor is key. I do like how he ended with that. Humor is definitely key. It's certainly, uh, helped me keep my sanity through some tough times. Uh, oh, Cynthia had to go. Thanks for coming, Cynthia. Uh, let's see here. Jade asks question. Jade asks question. I don't know what that comment was. Jade asks questions. That's cool. Uh, I'm really happy with that. Um, let's see. I'm only here for the chi balls. Well, if you're only here for the chi balls, Ben, I'm sorry. I, I, I was forming one very quietly. Uh, you know, and I, I, I set it off to the side. Um, Oh wow, Paul's gonna be apparently Paul wants to get me on his show. Uh, that that sounds like that'd be cool. Uh, definitely, yeah. DM or or uh, send an email. I can drop my email in here if that uh, if that helps. And again, if uh, for anybody that didn't get to get on here again, I'm sorry to all the Zoomers uh, that that came. Oh, Zoomers, I don't, I don't think I think that's a, a slur type thing. But uh, all the one all the people that signed up through Zoom, I apologize. I totally screwed this up. Uh, uh, kind of drop the ball on that, but, um, anybody that cannot get through and get their questions in right now, uh, the, I'm going to go ahead and put in the, uh, web address questions at the, oh, make sure I'm spelling this right. My, my, my site, I've had it for like eight years now. I still can't spell the damn thing. Right. The, okay. So questions at the unusual com. Uh, that's actually a uh, redirected email. If you guys have any questions, uh, send those things, send those questions in, uh, who knows? I might actually make a video. One of my first videos was, uh, actually sitting down and answering questions that I asked for, uh, through, uh, you know, various channels or whatever uh, I was trying to do at the time. So who knows? I might be able to do something like that, or maybe I can answer them by the next, uh, live. But again, I really appreciate your guys' time. Thank you so much. Uh, for everything. Uh, again, don't feel obligated to, to donate or any of the other stuff. You don't have to click on any of those links I dropped. Uh, thank you for just coming by. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the support. Thank you for sharing your path with me. And thank you for sharing your practice with me. Uh, it was really great. Um, I really think that, uh, that, that you guys uh, have probably helped me more than I could, than I could possibly imagine, than I could possibly mention. Uh, a lot of this was about uh, me overcoming a fear of, of sitting here and looking in this camera and talking to you guys. And uh, a lot of it was about me sharing a meditation practice. Uh, definitely uh, gotten to a point in my life that I feel like uh, I need to stop allowing um, what ifs to rule my life. So uh, hopefully you guys can can use this practice. Hopefully it's something that uh, that will work for you. Again, keep uh, keep tuned in. We're, we're definitely here. Uh, definitely hit us up with questions if you got them. And I'll uh, definitely see you down the road. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it, you all. Love you guys. Oh, no. I'm clicking end. and It's not ending. <laughs>